Seek to Speak. Welcome to Seek to Speak's first podcast episode. My name is Aisa, and in this week's episode, we will be talking about how to exercise expression. I'm super excited to share these tips and tricks with you. This podcast is brought to you by SeekToSpeak.com, a public speaking resource suitable for the casual and competitive speaker. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Seek to Speak. It's a season of experimentation, and on that note, we have come to one of our final episodes of the season. <gasps> My name is Maslin, and today we have a beautiful founder, Aisa, to take us through the ever changing journey that is Seek to Speak in 2021. Hi, Aisa. Hey, Mas. Before we started, we played a clip for you. Can you tell us a bit? Aisa, what was that clip about? Why do you choose that clip? It's a snippet from my first ever episode, which is still up on Spotify, and it's still, <laughs> unfortunately for me, the most listened to episode of our podcast. And it's just me and the mic speaking. And I remember as I was recording it, after I finished recording it, after I published it. I was so nervous and unsure about it. I have I don't know if you've heard about this it. called vulnerability hangover. It's like when you tell your views or tell your story, and then after that you regret being so open. So I remember being so close to deleting that episode so many times, even as recently as a no. few months ago. No, yeah. So I'm putting it here just as an indication of how much growth that I'm willing to let people yeah. share. For no good reason. So yeah, let's begin at the start of the year, and uh, well, let's begin from the start and uh, have a, a little introduction of yourself um, about Miss Ain Aisa outside of Seek to Speak. I mean, you're not just the founder of Seek to Speak. You're you're a wife. You're a mom. You're a friend. You're a sister. And I know, I know, you're gonna reach a very uh, important milestone early next year. So, tell us about Aisa. Oh. That's it's such a tricky question because I think a big part of me is a part of Seek to Speak. So, but then again, you're right. Outside of Seek to Speak, I am an expected mom. I think for anyone who has been following my journey on my Instagram, it's all about IVF and it's all about my baby that is due in February. So I'm really excited for that. My full-time day job is in legal. I am a legal director of a property development company, but I'm also a public speaking teacher during the weekends. I think maybe that's something that a lot of you may already know because that's something that I talk about a lot. It was my inspiration for starting up Seek to Speak. But to be honest, Maslin, mm. <laughs> outside Seek to Speak, I am someone who second guesses herself a lot, someone who still needs a lot of validation from her loved ones, someone who still likes cartoons. But basically, in terms of my values and my personality, same person, Outside of Seek to Speak is just that I also do other things. <laughs> Actually, outside that's one of the... Because I know you inside and outside. Inside <laughs> and outside to speak. And I think when I, when I first joined, one of the things that kind of struck me about you was how, how you are the same. You're, you're consistent. You're consistent inside Seek to Speak and outside to speak. And I thought that was something to note because a lot of people have personas 
if you know why. Which is so funny you said that because I think in one of my first few episodes, especially the speaking snacks, I always tell people to pick a personality or persona or a character when you're on air or when you're giving a presentation. But I realized that throughout this whole journey that it's just easier to just be the most yourself <laughs> because you realize that when you're wearing so many hats, it's so difficult to differentiate all of these hats and it, it feels kind of really hard to maintain all these different personalities. That's true. And and actually, don't you think, it, what are your thoughts that there's, it's either you are so pro that you can switch hats seamlessly or really being authentically you is good enough for any occasion. I don't know which way you look at it. Oh my God, I definitely prefer the second simply because it requires less effort. Yeah, honestly, like I remember for every interview that I used to have or used to conduct, I would really, really prep. Like I'd research, I'd prep what I say word for word. If I have any speaking gigs, I would do that too. And I think there comes a point in time where you just don't have the time to always give the perfect answer or the perfect version of yourself. And sometimes maybe the perfect version of yourself is the person that is as unprepared to answer the questions like tonight. Yes, bringing us to today where... Where we're both completely not prepped. So we kind of get a snapshot of who Aisa is outside of Seek to Speak. And if there was any doubt at all, she's the same inside and outside. Who you meet inside Seek to Speak is who you get outside. All right, yeah. so Seek to Speak. For those who've joined in for the first time, can you tell us a little bit about what Seek to Speak is? And I know that what Seek to Speak is or was in January is not what it is now. So why don't you start off by telling us what you planned it to be and then how did it evolve to what it is now? I get so nervous when people ask me this question and I get asked this question a lot and I'm always second-guessing what the answer should be because I also want the answer to be something that it could be, you know? what is the best version of Seek to Speak, right? Mm. So after a lot of reflection, and if I compare to our catchphrase from when it first started in 2019 with my first ever article on Seek to Speak, which was something about empowering expression. And I think the core value of Seek to Speak is still the same, but maybe how we decide to empower expression is now different. So in a nutshell, Seek to Speak is a platform and community that creates safe spaces and provides tools for youths and women to speak up and express themselves. That's why we have a female speaking club, Women With Words. That's why we have this podcast where if you notice in season three, a lot of our community members, which includes you, Mas, mm -hmm. are now on it and are featured. But also through our community of like-minded individuals who come together for a common cause, to not just promote these values in others, but also to develop these skills themselves. We have a lot of our members who have volunteered to moderate meetings or events, who have volunteered to design stuff for us or given us ideas. So at its core, it is still empowering expression, but now we are really just concentrating on impact and how we can create more of these safe spaces and provide tools 
for people to better speak up. So yes, that is sneak to speak. Sneak peek. That's a sneak peek of what we're going to do next year. Sneak peek, tapi which have three minutes till it took to like describe that. Um, okay, so I mean, the evolution of sick to speak from 2019 to now is quite different. Even this year, how much has it changed from January to now? Oh man, I can tell you how much it has changed from November last year mm. because I think that's really a big milestone November last year and the reason why I think I find it so serendipitous that we're having this conversation in November as well is because I remember last year this time last year November was when we had when we I decided to have our first women with words meeting mm. on expectations and I remember being so nervous starting it out because like who's gonna come and then the guest speaker was just a friend of mine who was working in UK she actually woke up at 6am UK time so that she could come on the um, meeting and I remember inviting all of my friends and family to come because I'm like no, if not nobody's <laughs> gonna come and I remember it being uh, so nerve-wracking and at the same time we also released in terms of podcast episode it was our 10th podcast episode and that was with Renegade Radio which at that time was like the gold standard you know I remember the people so for those of you who don't know Renegade Radio is one of the first local podcast networks set up in Malaysia and as a podcast newbie it was such a huge thing to be I actually recorded my episode in their studio so now, like a year later, Kelvin, who runs Renegade Radio, is a close friend. I'm not starstruck <laughs> anymore. And we have completed 24 Women With Words meeting. I don't even get nervous about hosting one anymore because it's so, it's like so habitual already now. My, the only thing that causes me anxiety is getting the promos out, but that's <laughs> because I need to you know, put in the work. And I think we've done about... 57 episodes so it's it's crazy in terms of numbers yeah i want to oh touch on that a bit because when i came in when I, did you come in actually I, I don't remember but i came in just to support you but then the way you were tackling your podcast i thought this needs a lot of work <laughs> this girl is crazy <laughs> <laughs> she's nuts <laughs> you've output one episode a week since November, right? We did uh, take breaks. This is a reflection about about how much work it takes to produce just one single episode of podcast and the type of podcast that you are producing where you have to sort of rein in the community members to help out. Yeah, and then really you have to sort of conceptualize and then kind of kind of see who are the the people that we can reach out to and then book their timing, make sure the timing coincide with our timing and then set up the meeting, set up the Zoom meeting, run the call and then afterwards do the script up, right? You, do, you write the script yeah, yeah, and yeah. then edit it and then push the promo and then once it's out, it starts all over again. Yeah, or like you're it's right it's smack like a in the middle. Cycle. And then she's, she's nuts. She's just nuts. And so in your own words... How intense was it, actually? Oh my god, you're making me say it. I'm going to be honest. 
there were a lot of times when I was producing episodes where it was during the lockdown. I wasn't going through IVF treatments, and I wasn't working full time in the office. So during those times, the reality was that I just had a lot more time to produce episodes. And at that time, it was also about arranging in-person interviews. We just did. I just concentrated on interviews. It's just one-on-one. But I realized that the episodes that I enjoyed doing, hearing, and experiencing the most is when I get the most amount of views in one episode. When it's a conversation podcast, when it's a docu-style podcast, when we're researching or collecting stories. Now, they, those take a lot of work, and in particular, I'm going to be honest. Much like recently, for season three, especially in the later half, when I have to go back to work mm. full time in the office, I am going into my third trimester. So I'm just really, really tired and huge. I'm huge. It's just really, she's, really, she's, really tired. She's not huge. No, I'm. I'm. It. It. it physically hurts to stand for too long so it's just been difficult to be honest just to push it out every week every single week to push out an episode has been an, a labor of love and to a certain extent a labor of hate you're going like hope- labor every week <laughs> yeah yeah honestly. you know come come next year you're going to say remember when i said pushing out an episode was oh like labor God. no mas it's not like labor at all labor's way worse <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's really funny so yeah it's it's been really difficult recently and i think it's uh, the funniest part is actually the conversations are great planning it is great Just doing everything in between isn't doing the promos, putting out the videos, even editing it later because you're doing that above, above and beyond everything else that you need to do. So it's all the grunt work that is annoying. But I think as long as you love the conversations, mm-hmm. the conversations that I'm having with you is awesome. Thanks, Mas. <laughs> and also, it fulfills your values or it reaches your aims. Then the grunt work is tolerable, for now. <laughs> I I think the the thing that I want to push out is that you know you you listen if you do you listen to us for about an hour or an hour and a half, but the work it takes to get there is what you don't see. Yeah, maybe I can do a video one day, but that that takes a lot of work too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She keeps doing this. She keeps yeah. like let me do. Let me just add on more work. Yeah, actually, mm. as a community member, because mm. you've been around for quite a while. I mean, you've been to a, a few of our first few meetings, right? Do you remember which meeting you went to the first one? The first one, uh, is it was expectation. I remember this. Oh wow! Yeah. So you've been with us since November. You've I have not attended every single meeting. But, yeah, but so I have. But you've seen the growth, and you were also part of our Slack community. Which, you know, may not necessarily always be active. But how do you think, as an outsider? Well, I say outsider, but actually, you're an insider. How do you think Sick to Speak has changed over the years? It's gone. I mean, I would say you've gone through the progression of how I would expect you to progress. But you, but we could be a lot more 
engaging. Mm. I don't know what the who we are now, what we're doing now is hitting the targets that you wanted. It's like this is what I imagine it to be. Is that is that what you think? Whether what we are now is what exactly what you imagined. To be honest, and this this is actually one of the answering the question of like the biggest regret. Well, not it's not really a regret, but rather because I'm always so fixated about chasing the deadline, about mm. churning out an episode a week, two meetings a month, at least one external event a month, one community event a month, mm. that. I didn't really get to step back and be like, actually, is this the best use of our platform? So I think the reason why I can't tell you whether or not it is where I imagine it to be is because I never stopped to think about right. where it could have been in November. Because in terms of hitting the weekly milestones, yeah, totally, right. we're where we're supposed to be, we are. We never dropped the ball and missed a week. We have always had two meetings a month, and we've always have community members. We're always recruiting, so on that milestone, yeah, that's we are achieving the targets. But on the bigger picture, are we? Well, for me, when I first when I first stopped by, when I first stopped by for that Stop meeting, by. I think you wanted this to be a place where people can voice out their opinions mm-hmm. freely, and you wanted to. I think one of the things that Ended up did not did not really materialize for people to or for for girls to practice their public speaking actually making speeches and that's not really what's happening anymore. So we've kind of in that sense deformalized what it means to to speak publicly. And mm, that's a good point, right? Because speaking publicly takes takes on many forms. But I think if I'm not wrong, in the beginning you wanted to sort of normalize <laughs> word that's been thrown around a lot normalize public speaking it's not something that is daunting or something you should be scared of you can stand up and make a speech and it's just normal so i i like i like that we have kind of changed what speaking publicly means it's exactly what you said when we were talking about women with words i love the fact that women with words is not really a place that we give speeches but rather women and girls can share and while we still have that checklist or we have that question where do you want to give a speech and (laughs) people say yes it's really just a sharing session and i think it's important to realize that there's no real difference between giving a speech and just expressing your thoughts it's just one is recognized as a formal way of expressing your thoughts and the other is an informal way to be honest but if you get used to sharing your thoughts then a speech and a sharing session is completely the same and honestly i like the fact that it's become a lot more informal because i want the girls to realize that you don't have to always prepare for stuff. It's okay if you need some time to think about your answers and it's okay to not be sure about your answers. The more you get used to that uncertainty and that willingness to learn from others, the better your input would be. So kindness is not something that is limit. You're not limited to, I've got 10 kilograms of kindness in my life and I'm only going to give away five grams per day. No, it's limitless. And so there is no harm in being kind. And why I say this is because as a result of kindness, I truly believe in karma. 
kindness begets kindness. If you are kind to people, people will be kind to you. That is just nature. That is just instinct. Okay, so tell us what was the clip about that we played. It? All right, so the clip that we played is actually Haris Iskandar talking to us during our kindness Zoom party, and he was on his phone at this charity drive where he was helping packing stuff up and he was telling us the importance of kindness and the reason why I chose that was because the kindness Zoom party was completely conceptualized by our community member who's only 16 years old mm. and she learned how to be a kindness leader from a UNICEF program and has always wanted to run a kindness program but just needed the help so we helped her arranged it and I think we managed to get 20 people on that call and I think quite a number of members became facilitators including you and we had a surprise visit from Haris Iskandar who literally confirmed the day before and even during the day off you weren't sure if he'll show up because we didn't have any contact with him it was just through somebody else that we found out he was coming and I guess the point is if you collaborate with people and if you, what I wanted to show is that if you listen to your members and if you carry out your ideas, no matter how young you are, it you never know how great it could be. And it was one of my most enjoyable sessions to host and to see. Actually, I didn't even host. I was just the tech person. <laughs> I didn't even facilitate. But I, I had quite a bit of fun on that one as well. Yeah, that was that was really fun. The activities that Kavisha did was amazing. So, what was the biggest challenge for us to us? And please share the moment where you almost gave up. Hmm. Okay, I've never felt like giving up, sick to speak. Mm-hmm. I felt no, not once. Were, no, not even once. Because like, <sighs> I mean, maybe postpone an episode release or skip a meeting yeah like I've thought about it all the time but I've never ever felt like not continuing sick to speak ever ever it is literally all it's like fuel for the soul meaning that thinking Mm. about how to grow sick to speak brings me so much joy and I only realize how much I think about it during my free time how much I dream about it when I write it down because you know people probably talk about what they did during the day what their friends did or what movie they watched but I'm like okay this is what I want to do for Seek to Speak manifesting Seek to Speak the NGO has impacted blah 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 I'm constantly talking about it if if I was my diary I'd be sick of Seek to Speak now so I've never ever given up on Seek to Speak but I have to say the biggest challenge is consistency and I think Recently, I think it's another serendipitous moment. So I've been feeling very, very exhausted, Masli. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been feeling very exhausted trying to wear at all mm. right now in particular. And then I'm, I also joined this program called the Sri Kandi Program mm. organized by Undi 18. Mm. And they had a workshop last Saturday. And I remember that I had to take this workshop at my in-laws because it was my Ikram's nephew's birthday Mm -hmm. and so I had to go but I had to also go for this workshop Mm -hmm. but at the same time I had a class that morning that I was teaching and I honestly went into the workshop and I felt so exhausted and then it was on community leadership and it was supposed to be a workshop that I was very excited about 
And then I went in like, okay, let's just cukup syarat because I have to attend. And then one of the things that it's the speaker literally said is for you to be a community leader, <laughs> you have to show up. You have to be consistent. Mm. And then she went on to speak for two hours her struggles and her struggles are like 10 times worse oh than mine. And it was like, it it felt like, damn, did she read my mind? So I think it's one of the things that after that workshop, it <laughs> really motivated me. I think even though it's difficult, consistency is key. Mm. And yeah, so that's just a challenge that I face even till today to get this episode out which is going to come out <laughs> no, this, in two days literally this is really true because i'm i'm a person who i hate arguing and i blame one of my ex-boyfriends for this because he loved arguing and i think i spent all my arguing quota with him that after <laughs> that i'm serious after that i i hated arguing so much i just give in mm. just to avoid an argument and it's, it's Even something small, you win lah, you know, 3 plus 2 is 100, fine, I'm good, I'm good with that. And and so it, it translates to, because you think like this small things, you can just give away, but small things add up and it became sort of like a mindset where I'm, I give up easily. But somebody said something and it's a quote that stayed with me, which is the secret to success is not someone who's the smartest or the most talented. The person who has the most success is the person who never gives up. So moving on, can you tell us after all this time, what is your proudest achievement in Seek to Speak? This is so difficult because it always changes and I always feel so proud after every meeting, especially... If the a member is hosting and it's their first time hosting, or if somebody opens up, there were, were times where we had meetings where people cried, mm. and I I think I cried in one of the meetings as well, and I felt so good to also be moved by this thing that I helped create, this mm. moment that I had a part of in terms of making. So there isn't a proudest achievement in the past year because the milestones or the goalposts keeps changing mm -hmm. but I think if there was a proudest achievement it's the fact that <laughs> I'm still doing this congratulations and I still I'm proud feel of you too. excited about it I think okay yes the proudest achievement is that I can still feel excited about the future of Seek to Speak that despite everything that is happening starting a family going back to work full time that I still look forward to these sessions and I still have dreams about how to make it bigger. So I think that's my proudest achievement, just being, just being happy. <laughs> it still, you know, it still sparks joy and you haven't, yes, yes, right? Yes, and like, you haven't fell out of love with it even after yeah. all the grind and the I mean, setbacks. if Seek to Speak was a piece of clothing in my cabinet, I'll be like, yeah, Hell yeah, this sparks joy. This stays. Gonna, this stays in the cabinet, even if it's like super old and musty. Yeah, I think. <laughs> oh, okay, what 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 about what about you? What's like your most memorable moment uh, being part of Sick to Speak? I mean, we're looking like a year of like in and out, but mostly in. <laughs> I honestly, I think you know this. I joined just to support you. I didn't really expect 
to get anything from it. But just to share a bit of me, I'm sort of a solitary creature in a way where I can't do what you do. Wear so many hats and switch, switch, switch. So it's like today, I have this recording and that's it. I can't have any <laughs> any other extracurricular event. And I know we have another one coming up this week and I can't, you know, there's no more... No more planning to take my week. For the week. Correct. And it's it's a it's a real thing because if I plan more I start get overwhelmed and then I start getting fatigued and start to res- resent people. Oh <laughs> it becomes very you so unpleasant much for fi- to deal with. For allowing C to speak to fill up your weekly <laughs> no, quota no. this week. So because, you know, I wanted to support you, so I couldn't you know, it's not genuine for me like, oh, I have to go for another freaking meeting for Isa. It's like, in a way, it forced me to be a part of something while we were isolated in our own homes this whole year and forced me to just get out of my comfort zone. And, you know, you know what? People are here because they, they want to share. They are in a vulnerable spot. And, you know, just I just had to get over myself. <laughs> Because it's not your problem that I'm like this. And uh, be supportive and be engaging and participate. And it's nice to know that I can do that. And it helped me at work where normally I just won't participate. But I just push myself. It's not so bad. And like 10 out of 10 times, I'm actually enjoying myself. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know whether anybody else goes through this that you think you're not going to enjoy yourself at that party and then you go and you have a blast oh that's so great that's yeah. so great that it's not the other way around <laughs> yes i i keep on surprising myself if i had not joined seek to speak then i would have missed out on a lot of things that i didn't know is that what you would tell yourself in january 2021 yes a hundred percent i think in in january 21 i was very certain of the person i am and I, I won't try anything new. I'll stay in my comfort zone. And I'm I am so different now. I think so. I mean, I don't know whether anyone else has noticed, but I notice it. I'm a no, very no, different no. person. I, I notice in meetings, when you speak up, you do sound a lot more confident. Well, when I say a lot more confident, I mean the <laughs> manner in which you speak. You speak louder and you have more to say as opposed to back then that's what i've noticed personally i don't know what that confidence translates with you internally it is something that actually i learned we just started this badminton group going in 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 my in my friend group and we've been playing with a bunch of you know casual players and then an old friend of us joined in last week or is it a couple weeks back and he we just found out was I think trained in a national team. So of course he kicked all of our butts and then we were just so, felt so trashed afterwards. And he said, the only way you can get better is to play with better players. (laughs) So it's true. The only way I can get better at speaking is to be around people who can speak better. I'm just staying in my comfort zone with people who I'm on par with. It's not going to make me a better person in any way. Is what I would tell myself in January 2021. What about you? I would tell myself January 2021, stop being anxious about everything and really learn to rely on people and just let go. It's okay if you... I know I said consistency is important, 
But it's okay if you're a little late as long as you get it done. It's okay if it didn't turn out the way that you want it to. I think the worst is beating yourself up about something. I, I used to do that a lot, feeling guilty, uh, especially when you're wearing a lot of hats. I'm constantly feeling like I'm falling short with everyone because I'm not the best that I can be at any given point of time because I'm tired or I didn't have enough time to prepare. But really, it's not going to matter <laughs> one week or two weeks later. And you'll, you'll find... Okay, so I've been journaling <laughs> a lot. Uh, well, I've started journaling and I've, I use this prompt called what energizes you and what drains you. And I was shocked to find that a lot of what drains me is self-inflicted, meaning all my negative self-talk, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? So you mean all this time I had the power in me to change myself? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I really hate moments like that when you kind of get an epiphany and actually it's something you know all along, you know all <laughs> Yeah, I hate it and it's so clear in front of you and you're like, what the hell? I, I must be really stupid because I'm not smart enough to know something I already know. Yeah, and sometimes hey, your head is is unreal, you know, what you think you believe. Because I remember, so you know the grant application. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to cut this out, but basically, Seek to Speak is applying for a, was applying for a grant opportunity and it literally sent me it caused me so much anxiety to meet the deadline because I was chasing that grant deadline and I was still doing everything else that I needed to do for sick to speak and work and everything so and I had this really bad anxiety that like I cannot finish any anything like mm. I will miss all the deadlines mm. in my head it was really like that like I was like I, I was getting headaches. I couldn't sleep. But when I wrote it down and looked at the timeline that I set for myself for that grant application, I literally had one and a half weeks and I was already finishing all the documents. So I didn't know where this fear was coming from or where this anxiety was coming from. It was, it was something that I made up. Like I felt like I had a lot to do and therefore I didn't have time to do it. So writing it down just made me see that, oh, oh I was going to say a bad word. <laughs> I have a lot of time. So, hey, moms are not allowed to say bad words. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh my God, the, the brain lies to you. It really does. Or rather, you start, you know, the, the fantasy you believe in becomes your reality. Anything to tell yourself that you can't do it, right? Because if you justify, if you tell yourself that it's not going to matter and that you're going to fail before you even start, you you get to get out. You, you get to not start and not get the heartbreak of failing. I Well, that's a deeper way of looking at it. I'm just constantly amazed daily at how, when I look back, it's like, wow, how did I finish that on time? I still have yeah. no clue. But it's like, I did it, so it must have worked out. Then on the next level of a good book, I feel, is that it gives you catharsis. It teaches you things. And on a very, very deep level, a book can change your worldview. It can make you question things that you've accepted as this is a truth of the world. So we felt that on a book discussion, we'll be able to peel back the layers of a good book. And for an issue like gender, 
equality. It sometimes can sound very academic and dry, which is why we think that there are so many interesting books that we can actually use as a way to get into a very tricky topic. I know that the clip that you played is your, I guess, favourite Women with Words meeting. Can you tell me why oh, you no, chose it's, it? Uh, okay. it's, it's actually the latest one. Okay. And why do you choose that? Oh, okay. So, I chose... <laughs> I chose that meeting because it was the latest one. <laughs> but also... Okay. <laughs> because that meeting was so anxiety-inducing simply because it was happening amidst everything else that was happening with the grant application, with our NGO application, by the way. Just an update, we actually applied to be an NGO and it was, we got the rejection letter of our mm. NGO the same day we applied for the grant. Mm. So it was like bad omens all around. And while we were doing that, we were doing a first ever book discussion uh, format for our Women With Words. Mm-hmm. And then we kept getting news that more people will come. Like, the author is coming. Oh my gosh, the author is coming. <laughs> Honey was from Two Book Nuts. It's actually a collaboration with Two Book Nuts, the podcast, for their Literature for Equality project. So there were stakes there, meaning that they had to report about the meeting after. There were things that I had to do. And obviously, our community members were not used to having a book discussion because it's quite daunting. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you needed to read a book. And it sounds like you needed either read a book or listen to the podcast before joining. So it was a struggle to get people on board the concept. And it was anxiety-inducing because I did not want to let down the project that mm. TBNT was doing. I didn't want to let down the author who was coming because I didn't know whether or not she would like the discussion that we were having. And we also had a first-time host who is... Hui San from Langkawi, who we literally mm. had only two sessions with, and this was mm-hmm. her first time. So above all that pressure, what happened was diamond formed. <laughs> and turns out I didn't have to worry a lot because all the people that method showed up for the meeting and it was a great meeting and not a lot of people dropped off for our activity where we literally <laughs> acted out a monologue, by the way. Literally did monologues wrote monologues for the session by Honey from TBNT and then our participants acted it out. We had people wearing a scarf, we had had you doing an accent it was so much fun. So I guess what I wanted to show with that clip is that you can be so worried about something and then realize that there was nothing to worry about. Actually you're going to have so much fun. Yeah. It was was, so um, so coming to the final part of the episode and we're going to end on a high note about hopes and dreams for next year. What are your plans this time next year when we're having this conversation hopefully again? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Let's do some manifesting. <laughs> Just kidding. Alright, this time next year Seek to Speak is a registered NGO <laughs> <laughs> and we won the grant that we applied Ooh. for and is currently we're currently Finishing up that program, which is a capacity building program for uh, female students in Malaysia. And we've been, I have a team to do the things that I want to do. And the team gets paid. (laughs) Whoa, 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 girl. Oh my God, yeah. So the team gets paid and we all love doing what we do. 
even though we get paid, but we're happy to do it regardless. So yeah, we are a registered NGO. We're still doing podcast episodes. We are running a program nationwide because we won that grant that we applied <laughs> for this year. And we are having this conversation again, Mas, next year. And we'll be like, oh my God, I've changed so much this year. <laughs> I, I really I hope can't so. Believe, I can't believe we just did one episode a week and two meetings a month. Two like <laughs> So much time. And you know, and uh, inshallah, your kid will be like a full-fledged toddler. Yes, yes. Well, I but I do know that you have plans to kind of overhaul the um the podcast and the women with words. Mm. Do you want to share a bit about what your plans are? Okay, so there are a lot of gaps or there are a lot of weaknesses that I'm noticing with some of the things that I'm currently doing. Uh, a big one would be for women with words, for example. We are not getting the con- same. Con- we're not getting consistent people coming in. For all mm-hmm. meetings. So repeat, we, repeat. Yeah. Okay. Or we're not getting consistent numbers. So there are times where we struggle to get numbers. There are times where we have a lot of numbers. So that means it's dependent on the guest speaker. So it's not dependent on the format. So what we want to change for that is because I don't know whether or not we're making an impact if we're only seeing this person once mm-hmm. a month or once in two months. Mm-hmm. So what I want seek to speak sorry women with words to be is maybe a more fixed program where we can get girls on and they stay for a duration of time and we can Mm. actually track their progress and because it is for a set amount of time Mm -hmm. they're able to just commit to that period Mm -hmm. and be done after Mm -hmm. and then we'll go on with another cohort it's like a program yeah, so it's either that or we changed it to an in or a more informal session where it's just between community members. Mm-hmm. So they'll always have that space to speak. So it's one or the other, or if we can do both, <laughs> we'll do both. Yeah, why not, right? Well, we can laugh at this next year. <laughs> Remember? Remember that time? We're still doing the same crap. We can play crap. snippets of this episode then. Yeah. This is what you said last year. Tell us about it. Now we've become each other's accountability officer. To, <laughs> oh, now I have yeah. to make it happen, right? Well, like, you know, I'm a defeatist, so. <laughs> but, I'll, I'll um, just say I knew it either way. What about What about your plans for the podcast then? The podcast is a bit more tricky because to me, it actually requires a lot more work. Mm. And a lot of the work for a podcast is self-generated, meaning that it's harder to train another person to do what I do. That's why it's a lot harder to delegate. As opposed f- for women with words, I it's easier to delegate. There are some briefings that I just don't even run. I don't even host because you can upskill it's fairly simple but podcasting is a lot more technical so with my option for podcasting considering that i don't want to do the interview format and i really like the documentary type format but it takes so much work we will either run a program where we teach people how to start their own podcast Mm -hmm. and we generate content from there Mm -hmm. until they're prepared to do their own podcast or we pare back our podcast episodes a little bit, either make it bi-weekly or have it Monthly. fully, yeah, or have it fully, 
have like a really really good three part episode mm. and only releasing it every month like mm. Netflix where every year uh, every season is fully out so like every month we'll have a three part special yeah. so then you get like really good quality episodes because to be honest the ones that I like to go back to are the the ones that we do features on a number of people like the make school safer place covid special mental health special yeah so that's right now just at the top of my head how to change yeah, it yeah it sounds i mean it sounds like more manageable plan with the team that you're having it's <laughs> off of you and me or <laughs> podcast of you you and you uh, is where i was going for so now we went everywhere exploring formats exploring themes exploring topics and how we how we produce the episodes how we are pushing messages which is part of the craziness of this year because everything was so different we can't we can't kind of develop a regular format and therefore can regularly schedule things yeah. so, so what is your plan with that next year no nothing okay <laughs> i have no plan I'm just going to let you know that sometimes there sometimes well, you haven't figured it out and right. honestly even as I was telling you my plans for next year when you asked me those questions mm. I'm still not sure of those plans and half of the things I said here is probably the first time I said it out loud okay so I'm just planning as I go in terms of what we can do more of we shall see <laughs> yeah I think the the true test will be after your maternity leave yeah i honestly think that Then but but i also feel like i would really like something to be not dependent on me meaning i'd like to not f- be the driver of everything so i hope it gets to the point please november next year i saw off seat to speak that if you had to step out There mm. is somebody there to fill in your shoes because I actually don't want to be indispensable. I want, mm. I want it to be sustainable, and I want it to outlast me if something were to happen. So, yeah, that is it. Is a true test that mm. I hope I shall pass, that we shall pass, that seek to speak shall pass. So. so, before we end the episode, let's share our current favorite quote or affirmation mantra for the year end. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I'm still torn between two, okay. and I'm still deciding as as we speak. <laughs> so you can go. First I go first. Like. Mine is by Max Ehrman, and I don't know whether you know this. Uh, he wrote Desiderata, which I don't know is a poem or an <laughs> a text. I love it. I I read it when I was a lot younger, and every time I I get a little bit lost, I go back to it. And to anybody who's listening, Max Ehrman. E H R M A N Desiderata D E S I T I T A. We will put it in the show notes. Don't worry. I don't know. So it's it's quite a long long text, but I'm selecting a little bit which is aligned to what we do in his second paragraph. He says, "Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others, even to the dull and the ignorant. They too have their story." Oh, I love that so much, Mas. That's so beautiful. It's have you not have you read Desiderata? No, oh, I have not. I, it's every sentence resonates with me. I, I'll sh- I'll share it with you. 
please, please. Oh, that's such a beautiful, that's such a beautiful quote. Thank you for sharing that. It'll be in our next quote card for our social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, what's so, yours? Uh, I'm so torn between two. And you can share both. Why don't you just share both? Okay, I'll I'll share the first one, mm. and I've I watched a cartoon show recently. Mm. <laughs> it's called Maya and the Tree, and it was something that she said in the series before she made the ultimate sacrifice. I'm not gonna say it just in case anybody wants to watch the series. <laughs> That's not really. Um, so the quote is, "If it is to be, it is up to me," and I think. There is a lot of times where I tell myself that I shouldn't do this or there's no time. And so I think at the end of the day, I can just rely on myself. And if I just tell myself that if I can do it, then I will do it. And it's just as simple as that. If I want it to happen, then it will happen. And if I trust in my capabilities to do it, then that voice in my head that tells me that I can't do it or I don't have enough time or I'm too stressed out will be a lot quieter. So that really resonated with me. But the reason why I was so torn because the other quote, which is a random Instagram quote, by the mm. way, I don't even know who, who is it by, also struck a nerve with me. It's I wrote it in my diary. That's why I had to open it up to like see it. Oh, wow. Don't be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams in your heart. And I think that sometimes we kind of listen to our worries and insecurities too much and it really, really stops us from doing things. And that's why these two quotes are so important to me right now because they correlate. Because if I want it to happen, I can make it happen. And I should listen to my dreams rather than my fears because I get returns of investments from my dreams, not my fears. So yeah, that is my current favorite quote for the year end. <laughs> I love it. I love we both share things that <laughs> that represents where we are in our life even though no one really knows. You know what? Like I, I'm glad that I have this in the catalog because I'm telling you right now I'm committed mm. to re-listening to this mm-hmm. next year November mm-hmm. me so too so that I can see how far we've come so let's let's have this or how far we're time. off yeah 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 like let this be a, like a time capsule that I look back on and laugh and hopefully not cry at like <laughs> be like where was that girl from last year <laughs> Knee deep in like um, poop or something. I don't know. (laughs) We've gone through, I think at least I've gone through quite a difficult last three years. And I'm just really hoping that, (laughs) really hoping that things will have a, a change of tide. So thank you so much for listening. We have one more episode coming up. We're going to close the season. <laughs> yes, we're going to close the season with the Speaking Fail. Our special guest, Vishal, is going to return. So I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining, Aisa. Thanks for joining and hosting <laughs> us. <laughs> All right, bye.